ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I am your host, Stevie G. Gaxiola, and yes, you have tuned in to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Today's date is October 10th. The year is 2021. This is episode 94. The location, I am at the studio, a.k.a. the bunker, a.k.a. the lab, a.k.a. the, lun- the dungeon, and beautiful downtown Santa Ana, California. Last week, my past guest, Vivian Gonzalez, she's an alternate delegate and a shop steward for Local 396. Once again, thank you, Viv, for coming on the show. It's really, uh, it means a lot to me, especially when you, you live in Lancaster. It's about a two-hour drive to get down here. And you, you come every time I ask, and I appreciate that. You know, it's really hard to get people to be committed to something that's real important to me. And to get them on board, it's 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 kind of been kind of difficult road. You know, I've had handfuls of uh, people just last second canceling on the show, which I don't like to mention, but it kind of starts making me weed everything out, saying, okay, well, you know, this person is gonna, you know, always do this and cancel and last second, it's it's hard for me to just find somebody right away a guest right away to just show up on the show the next day so you know i took it upon myself and said hey man i'm just gonna get the people that i know are, are gonna be uh committed to this show because this show is growing uh we just we just hit a a, a great landmark of people tuning in uh i almost hit close to about two thousand plays in the last seven days and that's on uh just soundcloud alone uh, on my other formats, Apple, iTunes, podcast, and Spotify. I haven't really checked the analytics on that. But this is a really big milestone. I remember when I started this podcast, it was 40 people tuning in a week. Then it went up to 100. Then it went up to 200. Now it's just growing so fast. I, I, I'm excited. I'm honored. And so when I see that, when I see the growth, when I see the hard work that I'm doing, it just makes me want to work harder. Makes me want to double down work harder so whatever i gotta do to come here and podcast for you guys if i gotta come here and do it by myself i'll do it by myself but now that this show is growing i want to make sure i give you guys the best content possible i come in here and and do my part and 
behind the scenes. You guys don't see behind the scenes of, you know, me getting the podcast posted. But I just want to thank all my listeners, especially uh, the ones uh, around the world. You know, people in Germany, um, Ireland, Mexico, South America, Alaska. I mean, people are tuning in all around the world, and it's not just one time listening. You see them listening to multiple episodes. So thank you so much for tuning in. It means a lot. Everything I do on this podcast, I don't have sponsorships yet. I don't have, uh, you know, money coming in. It's money that I'm spending on my hard-earned money to give you guys a podcast. And look at in life, you got to spend money to make money. You got to work hard. Me working at UPS for 23 years, I didn't start making the amount of money I'm making now. I started gradually making more money as I worked hard and moved up the ranks at UPS. And I seen that and I said, okay, let's apply it. Same thing with college. You know, I worked hard at something and at the end, I got something in return. It might not mean nothing to anybody for me. Personally, it meant that if I work hard at something, you can get something in return, but you just got to work hard. So I put that into this podcast. I work hard. I'm going on my third year now, and, and I see the, the fruits of my labor uh, growing uh, before me. And it's just an honor to come in here and be able to just podcast, relax. You know, I do like to have my interviews with new people, and I'm working on getting new people in here. But, you know, with the, the recent death of my, my brother, my younger brother, Martin Gaxiola, uh, it's been a tough couple months, but I'm going to keep coming back in here and, and and working twice as hard because life isn't guaranteed. We're not guaranteed to wake up tomorrow morning. And so I've gone I've grown to realize that even more. And I'm at peace knowing that my brother's in a, in a better place. And I'm going to continue to just embrace life. I mean, I think that's what we we all should do is embrace life. I, I was sitting there at the couch yesterday getting ready to go watch the fight. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I just had this comfort and warmth like, hey, man, I, 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 I could pass any moment now, too. I mean, I could we could get hit by a car, anything, get robbed. And it makes me enjoy life more. It, it's helping me to not get angry and, and and, and be pissed off and uh, disgruntled, you know, I, I've come to like, hey, man, you know, I'm just happy I have another day to live. I have another day to spread my, my joy, help people, put a smile on people's face because we're all going through something. There's no, no one's life here is perfect. And I know a lot of you listeners, you, we're all searching for something. And... I'll tell you this, having all the money in the world isn't going to bring you happiness. Having all the, all the girls in the world isn't going to bring you happiness. Having all the cars, the, those, all that stuff, you can't take it with you. My brother, you know, was, uh, had a really large estate and he didn't get a chance to spend, to spend any of that. Couldn't, didn't get to take it with him. And so I'm here just to, just a podcast today. I don't have a guest. I just have my friend Tanaka. He's back. And I promise you guys, he is not going to chew on peanuts. And he's not going to be slurring. Because I know the last episode he was on, my brother had just passed. We both went on a, on a rant. 
and a, a binge. And we came and we podcast. We probably sounded like both bunch of idiots. But, hey, this is the podcast world, man. I'm not going to sit here and try to have a scripted, a scripted show. I'm not a professional. I'm not an actor. I'm just a, I'm, I'm just a human being that's, going, that's just going through life of his ups and downs. And so I apologize for the, the peanuts. I usually really quick on, on catching those. But it was just a really tough moment, tough podcast to do. But we did it. We got through it. So want to give a shout out to my cousin and his family's pawn shops. Uh, one of the shops is called Wimpy's Pawn Shop. If you guys are looking to buy, sell, or trade, you can hit them up at 20, 25, or what is it? It's not bad. 750 West Foothill Boulevard in Azusa, California. That's 750 West Foothill Boulevard in Azusa, California. And that is Wimpy's Pawn Shop. Shout out to them, all the homies over there. So once again, I'm back. It's Sunday. It's about one o'clock in the afternoon. Yesterday, I went to I went to my uncle's house. It was my cousin Albert's birthday. He's been on the show. It was his birthday, and he invited me to go watch the Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight. I thought Tyson was gonna knock him out uh, pretty quick. Um, I don't know if he was toying with them, but it was a really good fight down to the wire and then Tyson got him with the right hook and uh took him out very good fight I was just really upset that reading in the paper that Deontay Wilder wouldn't even shake his hand at the fight you know still say he, he won't doesn't respect him I don't know what's going on with that but that seems like a poor sport to me so yeah I went over there hung out I haven't seen my uncle in a while I seen him at my brother's funeral uh, I used to play basketball with my uncle my uncle Joe He's said he's willing to come on the podcast too, saying he's got a lot to say. So that will be interesting to get him on. I like to get new people on and just people that I know that that do have a lot to say. And everyone has an opinion. Everyone has their opinion of what's going on with, with this COVID. Everyone has an opinion of what's going on with, with the governor, uh, with the with the president. You know, what's going on with this world today? We we're all we're not going to know what's what's going on with this COVID until years from now. Maybe 10 years, we won't know what really happened. But all I know, there is a pandemic. They are forcing inoculations for everybody to get vaccinated. And I don't know, Tanaka, what's going on, man? What do you think? Yeah, it's, a, it's a pretty crazy situation. You know, we're still dealing with. Um, I think that, um, you know, every, everybody has their right to do whatever they want. Um, and they have their own, uh, obviously they have their, you know, whatever you want to do, just do it. Just, but don't, you, you don't have to be bad mouthing anybody and just, it's just all about hope. Some people want it. Some what do you think about LA? They're mandating people to show vaccinations or or I, tests. I, I really, I just don't think. Why? Why? It's just, it, it's. People get get fake cards, so there's no difference. So why make a man? Why have show proof? Show proof for what? Mm -hmm. It's just it's stupid, you know. Government. It's just how they wanna they wanna try to run people's lives. It's like. You know, like, 
obviously we're not it's not too crazy the hospitals aren't going overboard you know it's not like a red like whatever it's it seems like it's so, coming in waves yeah but like it's, it has its ups and downs. I, I my mom, when that. she was in the hospital, she said that all she's seen was gurneys in the hallways, yeah, in the it's walkways. You know, and, it, and now it seems like to like it's mellowed down a bit. You know, if you're in the hospital and you're seeing it, and there's you know, all, any of that, those facilities, you're going to have a different opinion about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, I'm not. I don't see it every day, you know. I just we just hear things. But I just try to just go about every day and and try to respect what people want. I mean, if you want to wear a mask, go ahead and wear a mask. But I'm not gonna be like, oh, you're you're retired, you're wearing a mask. Well, well, we're in the United States. You do whatever you want, you know. That's your right. If you want to wear a mask. You don't. You wear a mask. You don't want to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask. Look at like in China and all those people. Always, you know, before even all this, they wore masks. Like yeah, they wore masks. Yeah, a lot of diseases you know? over there. So it's like that. But that was their, you know, their choice. So if people want to do it, they want to wear it. Wear it. I. I mean, I used to kind of. I just not. It, it's just tiring. You know, it, it's a very tiring thing and we, we just got to get through this we got to push through it there are a lot of you know there's there's just a lot of a lot of sadness you know with this you know and with this I, it's just kind of how i feel i don't know i just the longer i go and I'm not totally like about having a, okay, you need to go get your shot. You know, I'm not, I'm not about that. Like, but if you want, if you need, you know, like it's a choice, you know? And I I just don't think that they should, they should never be like, okay, you got to get it. You have, you have to take that shot. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause then, honestly, like, well, what what I need to do? Train, change my religion to be something that's gonna be exempt from all the, you know, their policies. But I'm not going to because I don't, you know, I chose my way, but I'm not gonna say which way I chose because I don't need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough situation to be in you know everyone seems to be getting offended yeah. but, if, but, if you're what you don't you don't believe in the shot yeah. well i don't want to talk with you oh yeah. well you're you believe in the shot i don't i don't want to you know you're dumb you're 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 but why you're like, dumbed you're just, down like like okay that's, i don't think there's no right and wrong here no, no it's just the choice and that's the choice that they're gonna make okay yeah, we that person might feel like okay, well your choice is gonna hurt. Well, then you shouldn't be going out in public if you really think that it's gonna hurt. Then what? What are you doing outside? Mm-hmm. Stay inside. Stay. 
do whatever you do. There's there's all these apps to order all your stuff. People bring it to your doorsteps. You don't have to, and you know, it's all, it's simple, right? So that's why you don't, the people that come out and they're saying, oh, you need to be doing this, pointing fingers, pointing, it's like, why? Yeah, I'm you, tired you, of the finger pointing. You, you need you need that drama? You need that drama? Is that, is that what, I'm sure you, they love drama in life, you know, so, but that's just how I feel about it. I don't know. I mean, well, I'm just happy we got things back up and running again. There's enough people that have gotten vaccinations where we can protect people. And, and because when people get sick, you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just don't know. And, that, it, and, and it, then there's long, they're, they're coming there. They're uh, saying that there's long haul COVID, COVID people, uh-huh. which it messes with your, uh, yeah, uh, your, well, your your whole body system, your neurological it's all, it's all system, up, you know, so it, it stays with you mm-hmm. and I'm sure you'll be able to still get it or do, you know, and you could be fine. It's just and you'll be fine. But it's still the thing is, it just takes you down for a while, you know, and then you have to try to recover. But it's uh, it's that time that you're not having a good life. I mean, you hear you have to do is sit here and try to take care of yourself but it is it's all about taking care of yourself and if you do take care of yourself you'll get through it but there are other stories where people you know they're 100 percent healthy then and they pass away well it's just every it, like i said it hits everybody differently mm-hmm. and i don't want to Go down a rabbit hole and say, "Oh, this is, you know, it's all just a money grab, and they want they want your money." And you well, know, there is that, a lot. Or we can take ivermectin. I mean, every, everything. This. There is a lot about everything. The world is about money. You know, in Mexico, they're putting bleach. Uh, they're yeah. putting bleach. They're doing it IVs. They're taking shots of it, and they swear that uh, that doing bleach uh, kills the virus, or even taking it. Before you get sick, helps prevent you from getting it. Yeah. And I watched a documentary the other day. And it, they were down in Mexico interviewing people who made the bleach. It's not like bleach from do um, you get at the store. I, they put something else in it. They, they dilute mm-hmm. the bad stuff. And people like dentists, for example, were saying, that bleach, the same bleach that you're drinking, is a bleach we use to clean your teeth or even bleach your teeth. Mm. And when we do that, I've gotten my teeth bleached before. They put cotton all around your gums because if you put that bleach on your gums, it irritates your gums, turns it white. And so I, I've seen both sides. One guy, these people swear by it. That's a big thing going on in, in South America is a uh, bleach they're putting bleach in in an iv or they're drinking it and then the next part they went to the hospital to talk to the doctors that are treating people with covid and there's a law that passed that allows the patients to tell you i want to be treated with with the bleach I, it's called something else uh it, it's just like it's just like a belief okay it's just like you know how religious you know people religion and like oh, I uh, uh, I only believe this because 
their religion says that this is what has been preached in their circle, you know, because every religion has a different preach, and that's what the um, was it the pastor or whatever and the pastor always he's the one who's everybody's listening to and he's the one who's preaching what what you know is supposed to be said and then but that's just kind of like how everything in the world is it's just there are the leaders and preachers and then there are the followers you know and that's how whatever way they want to go they're going to go that way and there are people that are very vocal and there are people that that are not very vocal you know that's do you think people should have the right to go into a hospital and demand them treat them like give them a list like this is what I want to be treated with I don't want to do what you guys are giving out somebody I, I, I read some, I somebody think, said this I law. think so I mean if but but there are places I mean obviously the hospital is going to be like no you can't I think they'd be like no you can't come in and, and, pre and say this is what you need because we have our medical field and this is how we want to run it. You can always go to a different service. And that's what they'll probably do unless you go to like a like a private, private one and a doctor. They just, they have to, the doctor always has to be okay with it. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a, some, I was, Somebody sent me a video, and what she she said on the video was that she her husband got sick. She took him to the hospital, and she demanded they give him an IV bag of vitamin C. Well, was she a uh, nurse? Or I really, she, no, no, she was just she just, uh, she just, just said random, all all friends our friends are doctors, and this is what they said to treat him with. But then I started listening to it, and I said, well, if your friends are doctors, then why don't your friends treat Come your on, husband yeah, yeah. instead well, of him having to go to the hospital mm -hmm. and telling the hospital? This is the law. You either give them what I tell you, you know, or there's going to be repercussions. State, every state has a different law. Yeah. I don't so, know what's – I think this was might have been Texas. And that's that's what's so so crazy. He goes somewhere else, and the law is different. It's, you know, they're more lax or something, so they'll let you do it. Whatever surgery or whatever they need, you know, whatever med medication they need to give you, they'll do it. That's why a lot of people don't want to live in California. They would live other other places. No, yeah, I know a lot of people that have moved. A lot of people that have moved, they're gone. But everywhere we go, Arizona's a blue state now. Texas getting pretty damn close too. And I just hate it. It's it's a, oh oh you believe in this? Oh you're a, you're a libtard. You're a, you're left wing. I was like, dude, I'm I'm I'm. Why I got both. I got I, I agree on both. Both yeah. sides of certain things. But, but why can't we just believe? It why sucks. Can we, we have say, to choose a side. Yeah. Why can't we just choose a side and be okay with it, and everybody be okay with it, and be like, okay, well, okay, well, and then you can have like a little debate. But it everything is too uh, 
wants to be aggressive and everybody and then it turns into uh you know just it's too much it's like if you if you believe on something on the like for example the de- yeah the de- the democratic side you know they they support union yeah they're big supporters of union and and uh labor laws and and being there for the the, the common daily worker that goes out grocery stores garbage man uh, 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 truck drivers ups drivers and the republican side they're not they don't really back union but yet you got a lot of union members that back they backed up donald trump for example Mm -hmm. yeah but and it's like, oh, oh, you don't, you, you're not for Trump, then you're not for America. You know, we, we have to step away from this old school thinking and of, look, it. Don't forget where you came from, right? The Constitution, okay. Pretty good laws, right? Pretty good uh, set of rules that have been written. But who's to say now we're, we're heading into the 21st century? Back then, they didn't have cell phones. They didn't have televisions. We're, we're moving towards the future. Yeah. And I think sometimes you got to just you got to go back and say, OK, well, let's look at where they were at and where we're at. And we got to start. Uh, we got to start changing things. Because if we, if we don't start, we don't change in those type of forms, then we're never we're never going to grow. We're, we, our country's only been around for over two hundred years, the whole dude. Thing is, is, is because the old, the older generations are still basically running it until they all die off, and then it, it will, it will change because it has little by little through the years. You mean more people have gone to the other side. Than being, you know, being a Democrat, mm-hmm. you know, so you go Republican now, most people. Mm-hmm. But California is a Democrat state, which is kind of funny. It's like, but all the people I, all the young, it's all the younger generation, they all want to be re- Republican, you know, so, mm-hmm. but obviously, not, obviously, there are not enough votes because. This is still the Democrats are still winning in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just tired of this this division, the stupid Democratic Republican Party. I'm I'm tired of it. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. And you know who made it worse? Donald Trump made it worse, dude. He didn't fucking bring America together. You know who did? Obama. He's a great speaker. Who would, if, if you had, if you had somebody, if you were going to get sentenced to death and you had to have one good person speak on your behalf of how good of a person you were and you didn't deserve to die, who would you rather have speak for you, Donald Trump or Obama? I mean, <laughs> yeah, he divided. I felt like he, after everything off there, all said and done, look at, I voted for the guy. Because I, I'm a conservative, I'm all about America. I want to make uh, America we're, we're number one. We're, well, we're we're a strong nation, and and I I believed in that. But it seemed to me now that that he's gone is like he caused a lot of division. And then now that Biden's in, it's even worse now. 
Oh, it's way worse now. Way worse. It it reminds me of a but like we're just a bunch of adolescents going through puberty or going through that stage, you know, of rebellion. Well, Trump wants to come back and uh, retaliate against all the people that. Well, he's still got. You know, he's got. He's getting uh, sued and he's got, all kinds of uh, good stuff are gonna happen to him. Yeah, but he. I hope he gets through it. I don't want to see anything bad happen to a person, but they're asking for certain records to be uh, put out in public, and uh, they're going to be investigating him. Um, well, look at, you know. But they say that every president comes through. Yeah, and then, but do a lot of presidents, are they, have they been in bankruptcy and do all this? other stuff no well know. trump's getting sued he's been he's, he's been he's, getting he's, sued he's just a, a lot of them are the union he's just a businessman he's just a businessman that likes to muscle because he's got power he's got money and he doesn't care he doesn't care to lose money because you know he'll make money somewhere else because he is all about working he is he he's like a twenty four hour grinder, dude. He he doesn't matter. His mind's not stopping. He he's thinking about what happened and oh, I'm gonna retaliate. Okay, you you did this to me. Okay, I'm gonna come after you. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, but it, you know, it's just I just one thing I I wanted to talk about was the the recall that just happened in California. And I've, I read a lot of, look at a lot of articles. Uh, I go on, obviously, it's like everyone else. I go on social media to read what people are saying. Uh-huh. And one thing that people, one thing that people kept saying was the homelessness, the homelessness, the homelessness. People don't under, don't realize this guy was barely a governor for a year before the pandemic hit. And they kept saying, it, oh, he didn't, the, the homelessness is even worse. How is that his fault? Homelessness has been around since fucking the beginning of time. You can't expect someone to come in in a year and change homelessness. Okay. There's not as many encampments now, though. Well, they don't want. There's plenty of shelters. They don't want to go because they want to sit out there and get fucking high. Exactly, because they 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 don't want to be under rules. So what do you want us to do? You want us to make rules and force them to, or put them in contradiction? You just want to like do nothing and just do your drugs and 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 when we have to. you know, give you a place to stay. I mean, come on, at least fucking do something, do something with your life. You know, do some, do some fucking community service. I dude. just don't like how he got the blame for it. Like, oh, yeah. like, like he when he once he became governor, homelessness started. No, homelessness was freaking always there, dude. Always there. It's always been here. You can't change. It's, you can't, it's, you can't it's change. Getting worse. No one's ever gonna change that. No, it's, it's just getting worse. You know what you gotta it, do? You gotta it, take it, the drugs off the street. Because you see most homeless people, right? Most of them are pretty fucking... Especially the younger ones, dude. Those ones are whacked, dude. You know, I was like at 7-Eleven uh, the other day. This guy was just like laying on the ground. just like... I was like rolling back. And I'm just like... What the, f- the hell's going on, dude? Like... <laughs> uh, and then you're here sitting here with the sign... I need money. I, I can't work. You're like, yeah, because you're fucked up, dude. Get off the fucking drugs and fucking find a job. 
Then you won't be fucking sprawled out, fucking eyes rolling back, all fucking whacked out, you know? Whatever they do, because the drugs. The Scott Day Warriors, you know? yeah, they live. Dude, there's a post on Instagram, and it, this is one a page I follow. Uh, I'm not gonna give them credit because I'd always send them videos of shit that I see out there, yeah. and they never fucking. So, whatever. But anyways, they had a one post of this homeless person popped up out of the manhole. Yeah. Remember that game you'd go uh, and play at Chuck E. Cheese where the, the yeah. gophers come up and you try to hit the gophers? Yeah. Yep. But that they popped up like that. Yeah, yeah. They live in the sewer systems now. And one time one of my one of my helpers uh he's really fu- he was really funny my boy Ricky Ramirez. Shout out to Ricky Ramirez. He hooked it up with the flowers for my brother's funeral. His family uh owns a Fucking big old flower shop at Santa Ana. And I think it's called the King of Flowers. Off of Maine. Uh, off of Maine uh, and Edinger. So he would always tell me, go, yeah, those are Scante Wars. And one time we seen a guy just run out of Office Depot with a bike. Just grabbed the dude. Some college kid was riding his bike, put it in the store. was making copies. The guy, I guess, was following him. Walked into the store, grabbed his bike, and rolled out right in front of us. And I remember telling him, I go, dang, what is he going to do with that bike? I go, he's going to take it back to his lair. They have a lair somewhere, you know, in the sewer system where they all come together and they bring all their shit. Uh-huh. And everybody knows how to get rid of stuff. I seen this one homeless, five homeless dudes behind TJ Maxx. One of them had six pairs of pants on. And you can see every layer because he was sagging. Six pairs of pants, five, uh, like four shirts, a sweater. And he has a laptop. Holding it in one hand, he's typing with his right hand. What What's going on over here? And then as I'm looking, I look to see behind him. Behind him is another guy on his knees, another guy with his back turned towards him, with his pants down, the dude's eating his ass. I said, what the hell is going on? He goes, that's just the way they things are now. Yeah, it's, it's wild. They, they love hanging off a freeway on, on uh, off ramps, on ramps. They, that, that's like their favorite spots now, you know. But they, uh, they're everywhere, no matter where you go, you know. Yeah, yeah that's, you know, we, we definitely have a drug problem. In, in this country and until we could clean that up you know we're it's just just gonna continue to get worse you know now they're going in the stores they're going in in CVS's yeah. yesterday I saw another another clip this uh guy walks in to CVS walks in the back of the walks you know the door and it flips open he yeah. walked in there and he grabs all these bottles uh, they call it lean, scissor, purple. It's promethazine with codeine, right? Yeah, yeah. He comes out with like 10 bottles, and, and he just walks out. Get out of my way. He walks out. And the first thing I, I commented is, I said, the good stuff's locked away in a, in a safe. I go, he basically got NyQuil. And you know how many people fucking replied to my message and say, no, can't you see it? No. That's not like I was wrong. They're saying I was wrong. 
Yeah. How are you going to tell someone who's wrong, who's fucking knows the pill game like no other? I used to get medication. They wouldn't fucking have it on the shelf. They would have it in the safe. You don't want to know why? I would see them, walk back there. They would look at my script. i go, oh, okay. Let me see if I have it. And then he would go to the back where I knew there was a safe. Yeah. I'm a UPS driver. We, they tell us to go in there to pick up packages. You don't think I look around and see? You think they're going to have fucking Oxycontin, Oxycodone, Narcos, Vicodin, Percocets, Xanax. You think you're going to have all that just sitting on the shelf? The fuck you think we live in the 1940s? That shit's locked in the safe. And sure enough, five people came to my rescue after I was getting bombarded with, with commented, you fuck, you don't know shit. It's finally someone says, hey, man, I'm a tech for, ph for the pharmacy. He's right. That's just codeine. There's no promethazine in it. No, no. Promethazine. Codeine's the one that gets you high. Promethazine is just it's just a cough syrup. Mm -hmm. And so once it, I'm, a, I'm a pharmacist technician, he's correct. All the good stuff the, the, that's got the, you know, the, the, the class three drugs is going to be in a safe. And it's a time safe. Uh, some of them just, you know, you flash your badge, just like at the hospitals. Uh, when they administer the, those, those strong morphine drips and all that, they have to scan their badge. The machine opens up and gives them, you know, whatever they put in for. But everything's everything's counted. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. What makes you think you're going to have shit laying out there? You think you're going to have oxy Oxycontin laying out there? Fuck, they'd be getting robbed every day. All the guy got was fucking cough syrup. He didn't get in the, He didn't get the good shit. And so I didn't say anything. I wanted to say anything. I said, man, everybody on the fucking social media is fucking stupid. Yeah. And sure enough, five people came through and, 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 and said, yeah. One dude even said he goes wrong. One guy just wrote wrong, had 60,000 followers. I go, let me see who the fuck this guy is. First of all, he's got no posts and he's got his page locked. You know, you're not. No, I'm not wrong. I'm right. I wouldn't fucking say that. I wouldn't say something if it wasn't right. I'm going to make sure. I don't want to sound look like a fucking idiot. But, yeah, they do. That was in Santa Ana. They're just walking in and grabbing grabbing bottles with masks. I mean, that's what they're doing now. They're, they're walking in the stores, grabbing all the expensive purses and running out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they don't do them. They said, you got to let them go. You well, know, even, the, even with us, when we get robbed in, in the package car, don't do nothing. Just let them grab it. They have a theft, uh, theft insurance. But it's it just sucks that that's the way these days are now. People um, take advantage of uh, having the mask and, and easy to be not identified and and it's it, it it's it's rough out there, you know. It's people, you know. We went that whole period where they lost their jobs, and now people are they're on unemployment, and then all of a sudden now they took away that the benefits. So what those people are, they don't want to work in you still, you know. But that's what this is all what's gonna happen, and. We just got to try to get on through and get through tomorrow. But most people, it's all about the hustle.
I mean, we're growing. We're growing as, as an economy in California. We're hiring drivers now. If you've been in the hub for a year, they're already asking people to go driving. The volume is growing. Uh, the e-commerce is, is growing. Yeah, it's great for us. And yeah, it's, it's, it's great for us. But where are all these people getting the money from? People are people are making more though. You know, people are. I don't know. It just, it just to me, especially in Orange County, it just doesn't seem like it's slowing down. You know, people are just spending money like it's just growing off a damn tree. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like fruit trees. They don't grow year round, right? But it's, it's somehow, some way, their fruit trees just growing around all year. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a pretty tough Christmas. I was at Kohl's uh, before my brother's funeral, and I was trying to find you could I couldn't find a black suit. I was trying to find a shirt that fit me, um, and I seen a couple sweaters that I wanted just because I knew I wasn't going to be able to get them later on. And I was telling the lady, I said, man, you guys have no selection right now. She goes, yeah. She goes, that's the way it's been. It's going to just get worse. They said that this Christmas, good luck trying to, uh, you know, trying to, it's just going to be dried up. It's all sitting out there in the ocean. Mm-hmm. They're not moving anything. There's, not, there's, not, there's nothing going anywhere. It's like all businesses are all like. But yet we're still busy, though. Don't a lot of our stuff come from the docks? They they do, but I just think that because Amazon, okay, so you, Amazon, right? How many people return Amazon product? What do you think the percentage is? Uh, 65 to 70% of the people return, right? The product. Mm-hmm. And what do they, and what does Amazon do with that product? They re-put it back onto the shelf, right? Eventually all that shit's just going to get old, you know, and you have to fucking, they're going to figure something out, but, but that's, I mean, you know, they're Amazon's on steroids, dude. It's, no, it's, I get stuff. I I've been since I I started coaching my son's flag football team, bunch of seventh and eighth graders. I have I've been ordering stuff it, left and right, wristbands. It, it's just everything. And it's coming like the next day. Yeah, but there are things though that are limited, and there are other things that are unlimited, right? Like the wristbands, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You order it, boom, next day it's there. Right, then you get try to get toilet shirts paper or other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's even more shirt. Oh, we can only get these. Why? Because you know it's like you know how many how many goddamn t-shirt places do we have around here. They're all oh, I deliver. They're all, That's why I deliver t-shirts. They're all over the fucking place, dude. So it's like and they're all getting hit hard. They're getting hundred hundred boxes each place I deliver to now. I'm delivering four hundred t-shirt boxes ranging from thirty five. To 45 pounds. Yeah. And let me tell you, by the end of the week, I'm fucking tired. Like, shit, dude. Like, what are you guys doing with all these shirts? And people are just, they're printing out. And everything's moving forward. Well, it's a little bit. 
I mean, because I mean, the swap, I don't know if the swap mates are back in business, but, uh, you know, all the retail stores are, they, they do okay, but it, it, it's just so expensive here in California. People just got to try to make money. Um, you got to start thinking out the box now. There's no more nine to fives that's going to, unless you got a career, you're a scientist or someone who's really smart and knows computers and all that. Those, those nine to five going to the yeah, factory, keep, you know, getting a job, your dad got you the job at the factory and you. Yeah. But the computer know, those, way those, those being like a, t like in the industry, the computer and all that stuff is so much better because you know, you don't have to go into a, uh, Oh, I have to go into work. No, you work from home. You work from home. It's just like you're not spending any money on gas to go drive your car where you need to go. You're at home and you're making money. That is like, honestly, I think uh, the best job to have because if you could just stay home and make money, that's like a plus plus. Mm hmm. Even if it, even if you work from home, that's like even better because then there, then you pay your either rent or mortgage or whatever, and you're. I, I straight jealous of all the people that are always home all the time, or working from home. They're always and then they're always the ones that are ordering stuff, right? Because they mm -hmm. got the time. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But for me. I don't like to be inside. I want to be outside. I never want to be stuck inside and have to be on a computer all day. No way. Fuck that. Yeah, I can only do so much work on the computer and I have to fuck, I, I shut it down. Drive, drive, drive me nuts, dude. I mean, oh. what they say, you know, just more time you spend outside, the better so many different activities but um i don't know this whole covid and all, all it, it's all it, it's messed up a lot well the league that i'm in the league that i'm in there there was a, a part about covid um i don't go you know i'm, I'm head coach uh -huh. um they uh, asked me to do it because no one else wanted to do it. I said, fine. It was crazy because I asked the kids, I go, how many of you guys played flag football last season? And it just blew past my mind because we never shut down. We were always working. No one raised their hand. And I said, so you guys never played flag football before? Yeah. And they all they all said, no, yeah, we did, but COVID for a year and a half. Yeah. I, oh, so you guys haven't fucking played it's in a year and a half, and it hit me like, shit, dude, these kids were sitting at home for a year and a half, not be able to go out and play sports. And that's why I see all the – our games are Friday nights at 8, and I see all the kids. I see all the kids. They're excited to come back out and play. They're just anxious, you know, and, and to see – we don't know the repercussions of what's going to happen. In the in the, in the near future of what we did to take away a year and a half of school going to school 
playing sports, that development we all need in life get taken away from us and us being in, in, in the house going to school on Zoom. We don't know, but so when I'm out there coaching them and, you know, I didn't want to do it. My brother had just passed. We're still trying to figure out his funeral arrangements. And I told the, the director, uh, said, uh, hey, I go, hey, Jake, uh, you know, can you ask anybody else? Give everybody, give anybody else an opportunity. You know, I signed up my son to, to, for flag football because he wanted to. He didn't make the team at his junior high. Well, the thing is that the team at the junior high, the tryouts, there, there's over 100 people that showed up. Mm-hmm. And they can only have 10 people. Yeah. It's like seven on seven, something yeah. like that. So there's only like maybe no more than 14 people. So think about that. One of the parents that they sent up their son too, he didn't make the team. He was a really good athlete. He's a really good athlete. She said, yeah, they – they got two chances to catch the ball. They got those two chances, and that was it. Whatever the coaches saw, that was it. You're cut. You're cut. You're cut. But it was cool to see to see like the kids want to go out and play. Like they need to. They need to get out and, and burn that energy. It's good. It's good for them. I think though sometimes when you know when they have that hard time, like it's gonna make that kid better because um, they'll be like, oh man. Should have made. I should have made that team, or I should have caught that ball. But it's gonna give them that drive, you know. It does. It does suck that when you, these kids and they only have so many, you know, amount of people they can have on a team. But you hear past like Hall of Famers of different sports saying that you know, hey, as a little kid, I got kept. But you know what? What that did was it drove them to become a better person and player. You know, it gave them focus. Well, I hope so because we you got know? beat down against the Rams. But on Friday, we got we got beat down. But I think though, you know, it not every player on that team is gonna be like, okay. But there are gonna be a certain number, and that's where you, you just kind of have to go from there and and move forward and make sure that, but you want to make sure that the kids have that mindset in there it doesn't matter if you fail you just got to pick yourself up and just keep on going and keep on trying because if you don't try and you, you just mope around that's doing nothing it's all uh, that's not good for your nah, mind they're not none of them are moping around no none of them i think it, i think for they get frustrated you know, because well, I'm sure a lot of them get frustrated because they're like, oh, man, I should. But it's okay. Just next one. Let's go. Next one. You know? Let's do it. Next, just as as next, being next the first-time head right? coach but having experience playing flag football, playing football in high school, watching the game, gambling on the game. I Now I'm a head coach. I have to come out with offensive plays, which I did. I, I bought him wristbands and we we're running. We we're playing against his team. We we're going back and forth, and then it just it just started collapsing. Uh, I didn't work on my defense. Uh, I got a. It's just hard because it's six on six, and I got eight players, so I can't really have offensive and defensive players playing against each other. So I can teach them how to run certain defenses. 
you know, and so I had to sit there that night after we got, I think we got worked by like 24 to 46 or something like that. They were the last, lost by like three touchdowns or something. Yeah. But these kids were good. They were big kids. Uh, my kids are, you know, some were, some were shorter. So, you know, it, it, it's, it definitely was a mismatch, especially because they had two coaches, one coach, the defense, one coach, the offense. Yeah. And it was just me doing it. Yeah. And it's really uh, pressuring to me. Because the whole, all the parents, kids, the kids' parents show up and they bring the, the grandparents and the, the brothers and sisters. Oh, yeah, they want. That's well, a lot of fucking they, pressure, especially they, after coming out of COVID. I know this team we played against, I know they practiced before all this started. I know they've been practicing. I could see the way they were playing. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it just drives me more to but, say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach these kids because they want to learn. But you also have to look at, too, like this is your first season. So. You know, maybe these other coaches have been in here for a couple years, you know what I mean? So they know, they kind of know the protocol, you know, of, of how the kids run it. So you'll know going forward next year, you'll know a little bit better. And the kids will know, like, hey, you know. I'm just it, lo looking look, out to see what the kids know, what they can absorb. Because they are like sponges. They do right. really listen. Some of them do. Some of them. You tell them to run a certain route, and you're like, well, that wasn't the route I told you to run. Even if they lose, though, in the end, though, it's all about, hey, they're out there, and they're playing, right? They're not inside, you know, watching TV, you know what I mean? They're out playing. And, and they have to understand that in every sport, there's always got to be, there's a, always a winner and always a loser, okay? So you're always, they're always, I'm always on a losing team. Well, you know what? Just, like... You guys, you well, guys, this you is gotta, the, this you, is this you know. is what's going on. There's mismatches. I've yeah. got to figure out how can I make it not a mismatch when they're going after a kid who's way shorter than, yeah. the, than the receiver. Yeah, it's 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 a mismatch, and they yeah. started exploiting that. Yeah, and what do I do? Do I take them out and put somebody in that can match with them, or do I play them? Because I said everyone's going to play equally. I don't care about. Losing, I care about making sure everyone gets to play because the because, parents are sitting there. They're going, oh, oh, like, what do you well, want to do? You want to bench your son? No, because, yeah, because they want to win, but you're trying to make it a all around like everybody can play. It doesn't matter. It's just okay, but I could easily, I could easily say you guys are backups. Mm -hmm. This I could be. That's how the coach that I grew up with. They, you know, they would pick the biggest, fastest, strongest. Boom, boom, boom. They would neglect the short ones, the ones that. But I see that I see the ones that that are short on my team, and I say to myself, "Hey, I I, I was short too. I wasn't a full size, you know, big. I, that's why I'm not in. A, I didn't play college ball or NFL. I knew that. I, hey, it's it's tough but, when you're that short. So I have to, you know, try to figure out a way that I could utilize them. You know, I, I think about uh, receivers in the NFL. Um, that were that were short and they played slot. One of them uh, was on the Patriots with Tom Brady. Uh, Edelman, uh, uh -huh. he's a short guy. Um, uh, Tyreek Hill, he's a short guy. And so I look at those and I said, okay, how can I utilize? Because these kids can catch. They just have a, a size advantage, uh, disadvantage, but they can catch and they can run. So I have to sit there at night when I'm making my plays. Like, how do I utilize them? But then when it goes to defense, it's a different story. You know, I need the big guys in there. But I, I have to balance it out. I can't have yeah. those two guys, short guys, playing 
offense and then defense take them out because I need a size advantage because the guys that are playing defense, you know, they want to play offense too, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I'm, I'm glad everybody – like everyone got beat. Yeah. Everyone got beat. And if the, and I said to myself, if the parents have something to say, I'm just going to say, what would you do? That's your son. That's your guys' kids. Well, My son's on the fucking bench. You can say, you know, your son's out there. You know, you're, he's playing. What do, you, what do you want me to do? Keep him on the bench because he's not as good? No, you want to see your son out there. So they got to be happy because they're putting out the money. They want to see their, their – it's equal. It's, but at, it one, be, but at one point play. where they say, hey, but, you know, you got to do something different. What do you want me to do? Stretch your son out till he's fucking okay. five nine. No, so no. Be like, all right, fine. I'll put all the best players in, and your son's gonna be sitting on the bench. And then what are they gonna say? Why isn't my son in anymore? I thought you wanted to win. We can't win with your son in. So I'm sorry. I was trying to get equal play, and then they'll they'll get all like, oh my son's better. No, obviously we're not because look, every time your son's in. We're, they're destroying them, right? So, they can't, there's no, you can't win. You don't see it. You can't, They don't see it because it's the love for their son. And their son can't do wrong. And it's like, well, teach my son how to, your son is, advantage-wise, he's a lot shorter. Or he's a lot smaller. So, there's no, there's nothing. What, what can we do? Oh, uh, you know, like focus, you know, or just be like, hey, you got to be on the guy. Like he's, you know, Velcroed on, you know, don't let him go anywhere. Yeah, they're definitely we're out of shape. I got to, I might even start doing two practices a week, but you they have, do make ha- improvement. You no, know, you have, you know. You you need to start doing too, because then they'll get better. Because you know what, they'll start getting feel more comfortable, and they'll know how to play, and they'll know who's what. It, it, it's all about feel, you know. And even as a little kid, they'll know. And it's hard. Like, I probably should have been a coach. Yeah, I, I think really I might start doing. I do Wednesdays. I'm gonna start. Uh, the following week, I'm we're gonna do Mondays and Wednesdays. You know, my daughter. You know, she knows she don't like to play sports. She wants to be in gymnastics, and I ain't gonna be doing no cartwheels, dude, down <laughs> down the street. You know, so I tried. I want, I want I tried, them to do good. I tried no for my daughter. I was like, okay, but no, I want them to do good. I, I like all the kids, and it take me too long to learn all their names, and and they're great kids. And I do want them to win. So I have to uh, strategize and utilize what I have. And, yeah. and, and, and it's 90% mental. But I think it's Different. great that you're out there. Oh, the they coach. got beat. I know, I mean, we were going back I and know, forth but, for like, but, but you're out like, there, like, but, like but you're two out, quarters. You're out there coaching them. You know what I mean? Most of the parents don't, don't want they're, they're looking for you. Well, I paid. To, I wanted somebody you know. to teach my son besides me because he don't listen. Yeah. You know, I tell him, hey, when you guys, when I give you the guys plays, if I say one dominator, one dominator, they have their plays. They look, they say, okay. Yeah. And I say, ready, break. They break. And then you got, you got my son who's fucking like not paying attention. And 
He's walking to the line. I said, you guys got to jog to the line. And then I tell my quarterback, you're hiking it too quick. You need to look at your defense, who, who's matched up to who, make sure they're lined up. Because some of these guys, they walk to the line, and he's hiking it, and then you're getting offsides. Like we had maybe, you know, not as much penalties as the first game. But we're, have, we're having, you know, I got to work on them on that. But it, it's like more practice, the, the better. How many times did that? Oh, no, I got defensive like, plays now because I left them as just, just play man. Yeah. But obviously it doesn't work because of the matchup. So I'll have to go man zone. I got some things I'm going to work on with. It's just well, harder because well, you don't well, have a, well, a defensive to, practice, what offense. They, what they need to do is the kids will know who they can match up with, right? So be like, okay, match up with who you guys can uh, – who you think you can match up with because they'll, they'll all know instead of – Line up, okay, and they're all matched up, and there's mismatches. Go, all right. We have we have so many seconds to figure it out, but match up who you can match up with, and we'll go from there. And man, man, it it, it could it could work though. You, you got to make them feel comfortable. Be like, hey, who can you man up with? No, I did. I tried to do this. You guys, you got, you, you see the team. You know all the players that are going to be out there. And you can figure out, you know, who do you feel comfortable with and and just go from there. Because, you know, the kids, some kids, you might tell them, oh, go over here and, and cover him. And he's like, oh, I don't really feel comfortable with that. He's not, he's not going to tell you. You know, he's not going to tell you I don't feel comfortable. Some people might say, oh, I want I, I want to cover him. And they're like, you're like, dude, there's four guys that want to cover him. Yeah, he's the easiest guy. No, you, we got to start manning up here. People got to figure it out. And then we go from there. Because defense will win the game, but the offense is going to have to score some kind of points. I wish I'm going to have somebody videotape next time. Videotape the game so I could at least see what. Because I I'm on I'm only there's only uh, yeah. a set of eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't yeah. look at everything. Yeah. You know, well, uh, it's 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 a work in progress, but I I definitely know that uh, we will be in the playoffs and we will see that there's the team they're the team to beat. And so now I see where we where we at, and yeah, they're confident. The other team's confidence is going to be bigger, but uh-huh. I got something for them. I already yeah. been doing my re- research. I, I, but this I know is your, what you're doing. This is your first season. Man. I know, but I want to. So I want to. I, I. You can't. I mean, it is great no, to try. No, I want to win, best. dude. Yeah, you want to win. But look at these other people. Like I said, they've already been in there. Okay, so they got a system. And look, they have two coaches. You're one coach. You're trying to figure out, and you got all these mismatches. Well, you have a second coach over here. You see, and he'll be like, "No, no. Yeah, you, you yeah. got to switch over here. No, hey." Alex, no, John, you got, or Frankie, you got to go over here, you know? There's got to be different voices. There's got to be, it's an an effort. It's like a team. You know, you're you're a team, you know, you're the coach. Here it is. I have a team, and it's all about communicating. And that's where these kids got to understand, like, communication is all, is key about life. They listen. They're they're smart kids. But it's like, hey. No, no, you gotta switch. You gotta switch over here. But that's that's where they ha- that, like you said, yeah. There's one offensive coach, 
there's one defensive coach, right? For those teams. You got one coach. Yourself. Offense, defense. Mm-hmm. You got one, one voice. They're not two voices that are yelling. One. So you're at a disadvantage the whole time. I just think it's great, though, that you're able to, you know, take time and 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 give that, you know, to the kids because you want, you know, you want to do that, and uh, it's great. Yeah, I'm gonna tell them is we're gonna just start doing two of the, two practicing two times a week, yeah. Mondays and Wednesdays. Whatever days you think you can do it, you know. So those days you're gonna have to little hustle a little bit harder, but but still. It's for them, and and it's good. I think uh, our kids need to be out there a little bit more. But at the same time, they need to buckle down at the books. Um, I'm not the smartest. I won't be ever to be the smartest, but uh, I wish I got my college degree like you, you know, Gax, you know, like. I mean, I just, I don't use it for anything, but for me, it's but, it's it's but, it show it shows but, that I can do something and put and, and grind towards people something. People understand, of, like they have to understand that having a college degree is like gold, you know, more than well, it's not as much now. I, I, it's still it is it is it just it basically tells people in the world, hey, yeah, you're 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 smart. You know what I mean? your mind goes above the other people, right? I'm not as smart, and I'll admit that. I'm, I'm more of a street smart person. I can get what, that's how I've gone through my life. And I will never be a book smart person. I just, it's just not the person I am, and I've never been. Does that make me a bad person? No doesn't I'm still the same as everybody else it's just the older I've gotten I've realized mm-hmm. that and uh, I just no you're a smart you're a smart guy man you, you're very smart that's why you're always on my podcast you're one of my best friends dude you uh, you uh, know you're truthful and you're you're gonna you're gonna speak the truth I speak the you truth. Know, I'm you're not, just gonna. I'm not, you're you're, I'm gonna, not, you're I'm gonna, not, gonna say perfect, based on your I'm experience. I'm not a perfect person, you know, and it's just. But I honestly, though, I got love for everybody, you know, and I will. If you need, if you need something, you need a plate of food, you need a drink, something, whatever. I'll, I'll fork over my money, dude. I, I don't care. Money to me is nothing. But people always go, no, I I feel more, I have more comfort to give to my friends and people that I meet and be like, hey, no, I'll take care of that. It's okay. But that's what makes me feel good. I just wish there was more of that in life. And I just... There... I just wish I could be a little bit more book smart. And... uh, 
give that more if I had it to my daughter, but I got a different smart and most people don't like that, but I think in the end it, it could help my daughter a long way. She's well, gonna this is what I want for my kids. I want them I'm I'm strict on them. I'm on them because I want them to be better than me. But it's a different generation. They are growing up with this iPad in front of them that gives them information, whether it's right or wrong. And yep. we got to limit that and start handing them out books. Read this book over here. Read this. Read this. Instead of just watching somebody who makes videos on YouTube. I tell them. I said, why are you watching somebody make a YouTube video when you could do a YouTube video yourself? Yeah. Stop looking at the views because they got that many views. Did you get started? You think it started like that? Yeah, you got at professional athletes and movie stars and certain people in the entertainment industry that that already have been set, and then mm -hmm. start a podcast, and they got all all these listens already. That's fine, but you want to you want to you should be doing videos too. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone has their aspect of, 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 of life. And, and it's great because, uh, you know, everybody can just get, a, you know, a little piece of something out of every, you know, like all your episodes, right? Okay, mm -hmm. I might. People Come in like, all shot yeah, out. Yeah, people are all like, blah, blah, you know, this guy is freaking whatever. But you know what? You might get one little situation where I'd be like, say something and you'd be like, oh, okay. Cause every, everything I say is yeah, it, it, it's ramble, you know. But you know what? It's that's how life is, you know. I'm, I, you know, there, there are people who wake up and they're like, oh, but it's got to be done, and I should be more like that. But I'm not. I'm just kind of like, a friend will call me up. Hey, I gotta go do. I'm go. Hey, come on, come over here. I'm like, I'm there, you know. I don't, I go, I see random different friends all or everywhere all the time. It's because I don't set, I have certain set things, but for the most part, I'm pretty much, my window's open, dude. And uh, I have a good time with it. I've. Most people might say, you know, you know, I don't know. I Who cares what they think? I just told you just don't eat fucking nuts, dude. And that was my bad, too. I should have been on top of it. But that was a tough episode for both of us. Yeah. You know, you know, no. I, 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 yeah, no, don't get personal with it, bro. Nah, You're good. Okay. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, I, that was a tough episode, man. But I had to come out and I had to do an episode and. Just let everybody know what's going on. I don't want them to think I disappeared or anything, but no. th this podcast, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be real and tell you what's going on and what's going on where I where I work. You know, I deliver in Santa Ana, California, and I've been a, a driver for 17 years. Been with the company for 23 years, and it's okay. I'm not disrespecting the company or. Doing no disrespect to anybody, but just giving my experience because there's yeah. other podcasts out there that are that they have their drivers and and 
they they have their conversations, which is cool. Me, I like the one on one. Group is group is okay, but I like the one on one. I like getting in here and just having having two people just talk. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit different compared to when the mics turned off, but we'll get better at that as time goes on. You know, we're barely hitting the hundredth episode. Uh, you know, when you look at the big dogs like the like the Godfather uh, Joe Rogan, he's at, I think he's at like seventeen hundred episodes, and we get better. That's what I want for my team. I want them to get better. And as soon as I'm done after the game, I'm at home writing my notes. How can I get them to get better? What can I do to make them better? And now that I'm realizing, hey, one practice isn't going to be enough, I'm going to have to start doing twos. And I don't, you know, there's a crowd of people, man. There's like there's like uh, over 150 people there on both sidelines. Was I nervous? No. I still stay focused, gave them the plays. The, the kids did it. Mm-hmm. And I have to, you know, take that one in the butt. But, hey, dude, you know, this is my first time coach. I wish I was out there. That kid wasn't – this was one kid he kept catching shit. One dude had an interception, and the kid was underneath him, the receiver from the other team, and he fucking took it from him. Uh, give me that. And this kid that showed up. Uh, on, on the team, he missed the first game, so he's at the practices. He shows up with the mouthpiece as a, a pink pacifier. It's a mouthpiece, but it's a pink pacifier. And he's got his hair tied up with the, with the bandana. I'm like, all right, this guy's a gamer. Let's see. Oh, man, he got smoked. He got worked. It's his first game, had one practice. Okay, I'll, I'll, I won't say nothing. But I will say something about the practice because I have to. Mm-hmm. If you're going to come, you're going to come all dazzled up. You you better you better back it up. Yeah, that's the way I feel. If you're gonna come with all of the pads and and the gloves, I tell Isaac, my son, I said, hey, take your gloves off. You don't need that. I go when you can catch a ball barehanded. Then you go the next step. You could do the gloves, but if you can't catch a ball, what's the point of having the gloves? Those gloves are assisting you, right? You don't want to rely on those gloves. You want to rely on your hands. Now, yeah. when you get to that, when you get to that level, hey, you need a little bit of assistance. Put those gloves on, but you put those gloves on thinking you're gonna get the advantage. No, don't think like that. They're just there to help you a bit. But when you rely on them, like I can't catch the ball, I need my gloves. Then you're relying on the stickiness and all that. No, no, we're not gonna do that. And yeah, my son, my son, he was on the bench. I, I, I benched him. We had a, you know, we had some situation happen during the week. And I said, hey, guess what? You don't get to play the first half. But the second half, I was like, I, first I said you know, two games. And then the second half, I'm like, I need him to match up with some of these guys. And I see him. I'm like, okay, he's got, we got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. But I know that I could get them into, when we get to the playoffs in November, uh, I think like 19th, the playoffs start. I know I could get them in shape. I'm going to start doing two a days and I really cause I really want them to do good. Mm-hmm. I can't leave that me losing like that. It's like, fuck. Okay. What did I do? What did I do wrong? And I have to go home and take notes and go, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I don't care if they have two coaches, but I do care if they're fucking running three practices, four practices a week. Okay. Then I'm going to have to do two because now I know what it's going to take to beat them. Yeah. I mean, if they're running three, four practices a 
week. I mean, even to year two, they're still got. I don't think they're two. running that much, but I'm going to start running twos. And I'm going to start being – I'm going to start – now I'm going to start being a little well, bit more – not a not angry they, coach, but a, gonna, like, hey, have, dude, if you're going to take a break during practice, I, I'm tired. Okay, don't expect to play then. Yeah. Because that's what they're going to do when you go to play in high school. And I'm going to have a conversation with them. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to tell them, I says, look it, we are a great team. We have potential. Yeah. But now, now we know what we're competing against. If you want to win a championship, you need to look at the team we just played. I can get you – the cardio. You want to be able to run with them? I'll get you cardio. You want to be able to run certain defenses? I could get you to do that too. You want to run certain plays? I could get you to do that too. Yeah. But it starts by focusing, coming to practice, and doing it. Because I'm telling you, you're in eighth grade. You're going to be in high school next year. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. have to prepare you for that. As much as I want, I want all everybody to play. I want to have a good time. I also have a, a, a program to run. Yeah, you do. And, um, I think though, like when when you do that and they start listening though in in your voice, they just gotta start believing in, in what you you know and be like okay okay, coach coach all right, and um. But honestly though, try to try to ask them to see how they feel most comfortable, especially with the team. You know, you'll see when you're warming up, right? You see the team, so you'll see uh, the height and all that stuff. Okay, and you gotta think in your mind, are all right. This is who's gonna sw- uh, we're gonna match them up. Boom, 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 and then match them up. And dude, I guarantee you, though, you're, you're gonna be you're gonna score less. You know, when uh, cause you barely have time with your the kids. You know, but if you talk to them, and be like, hey, what do you feel comfortable with? And said and said, hey, you go over here, you go here. What if, they don't feel, what if they don't feel comfortable with that, you know? But if you tell them, hey, who, who feels comfortable and they don't want to be shy, then you're going to be like, well, hey, well, this is how I feel. You have to do that. But I think the more time that we, you get with your kid, you know, the kids, you're, you guys are going to do better. I'm just really excited uh, for you. You know, you come to the game next Friday? Yeah, yeah. This Friday, yeah, coming up. I really want to see it. I, dude, it's great because... I'm going to get him prepared. It's great to see Isaac do that, dude, because I'm like... It's cool because, you know, he... I think he really wants to get out there and try try to do something. You know what I mean? Just And I, I, I'm glad that you stepped up to be the coach. Even though, you, you know, you, you got all... You got a lot of things, man, so... I like it how the parents drop them off and then they for practice and then they go. Uh-huh. You know, I don't like it when parents show up and they're sitting there like, you know, I know they're looking and listening and it's well, you know, like go I, let, I, let, let give your son some space, let him practice and I go think through. the other time so it is too though that's their time with their kids. Oh, okay, you don't know. Yeah, so, I you think know, it's, it, it's like a, okay, uh, uh, my kid's gonna show up, but. Um, I don't know, because you're always going to get different parents. That are, you're going to get the anal ones, and you get the one, the relaxed ones, you know. So, and to be a coach and then have to deal with it, that's another situation. So that's another whole thing you have to deal with, not with the kids, but now you have to deal with the parents. So, 
that's more also a lot of appreciate you know that you did and um i'm just happy that you sound happy doing the coaching you know and i'm I, about to I, start doing two a days i have to but I, I really think that um that team was good, but we were going neck to neck, and that, then that's just, fine though. That's and I was like, okay, they're just tired. But look, this is your first season, dude. This your first season. You can only, you should only really ex- expect so much. What do you think? Did you really think you're gonna go in and re- win the division? Oh, we're gonna win a championship for sure. Oh. I, I know what I need to do. Well, it's it's great. You gotta have that, you know. That total like confidence to win it. The kids will take it, but at the same time, it takes work. So they have to understand that, all right, well, I see this. When you're on the playing field, it's like looking above and a bird looking down like a hawk or eagle, right? They're looking at their prey. Well, you're looking at what's going on, and you're trying to tell them. For example, one thing I, I do is the plays I had for them, right? Uh-huh. Each player that I wrote is for somebody to get open, at least one. And they need to realize when they run these routes, there's people on them, guarding them. You need to run the route to get that guy to bite. Whatever you're doing, if you know you're not getting the ball, you need him to bite so that you know that your buddy's open. If you just run it half-assed because you're not getting the ball, then you're messing up for the guy that it's his first option. Mm-hmm. You need to run the route. And create that space for the other players. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're not – it, once you get to that, that seventh and eighth grade, there's, they're, they're locking down on you. It gets a lot harder to, to uh, get that ball in there. I just think you got to feel more comfortable, you know, with, the, with each other as playing. Yeah. Right? So as, as soon as they feel comfortable and they know like, – One of my best players came in gonna... out with the leg injury too, and he got out of the game. He keeps cuts t- catching touchdowns. I hope he's okay. I think it might have been his growing. Okay. Well, you know, but still, it's you gotta you 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 know you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You guys, it'll be good. But I think it's good for the kids. Definitely for them to get out there. Um. I mean, it's good for us always to be outside and be with the kids. And, uh, I just did once a week because I know parents have to work, and that's yeah. what they're saying. But well, if they can I do, think I'm gonna just say too. I go if you if you if he, they can't show up, then you can't show up. But look at I have to take that for granted because I got a team to run. All, I got a game to play. It's all, you should just say hey, you. I mean, we if have, you we didn't, have, we, have, we have one day, right? If you didn't want to second coach, day, second day is don't out, get mad know? if if your players show up just to play. Uh, shoot just, it around. Just say the second. Uh, what, every day is optional, but we're gonna run two days. Practice two days. It's optional. No, you, I'm you gonna say come. we're practicing two days. Yeah. If you guys can't make it, let me know, and we'll figure something out because the game plans that I'm gonna be putting in implemented. If that player isn't there, I can't put him out in the field if he doesn't know what he's yeah, doing. Yeah. Because I'm here to play. I want them to play, and I'm, this is the development league. Not, I mean, not. They don't say that, but this. I look at this as I'm de- helping them develop to get ready to go play football in high school if they choose that. I think it is. You need to try to figure out ten plays offensively and ten plays. Nah, uh, it's too much. Yeah, there's only the field's only uh, fifty yards long. 
Yeah, but you still do many. 10 plays. No, we're going to do four, and then there's going to be six different options. Okay. That's 24. Yeah, you get 24. four. You get four plays and have six options. That turns into 24 plays. Each play, if it's not going towards you, it's created for you to make room for the other player. Because I have to look at the defense and what they're running. You know, I can't just start picking plays. I got to make see what they're running, the running zone, what, what, man, what two it, man, what, three. What, what is it mostly, though? Do they mostly run man or is it mostly a zone? That's the problem. I don't have video of it. I don't have video. They look like yeah, they're but, running. They yeah, look but, like they're they they look like they were just playing the same type of defense we were playing. Just man, you know, just they on the start, guy. They, they start man and they they sw they switch. No, they're man. not doing switches. No, they're not doing switches. Well, the hell can they're they doing? I think they're running man with the safety up top. I think the safety's manned up to the quarterback. They had one safety. The quarterback on their team, he played center. So I already know the mismatch I'm going to use is. One of my best players, he's okay. gonna be hiking the ball and we're gonna we're gonna make that quarterback run. He's gonna be running after the after my center all day long. So when he goes to quarterback, he's gonna be winded. They weren't winded, we were. They were in shape. They probably been practicing before COVID and I and I know they all know each other. Yeah. You so can you, tell. You guys start seeing well. It's hard it's hard it's hard to run plays with the kids because you might tell them one thing, and it just when it goes in that live play, it it, it turns in, it turns into a whole different situation situation. So, but uh, yeah, uh, how did, how did the uh, one shirt uh, that still fit that the one? Uh, I'll be switched with Isaac and him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm it's just a, gonna have to get more. Uh, What's you know, you got to deal with what? the parents. You got to deal with the, the players. It, it's, uh, you know, and it's, it's my ship. And I'm going to have to. There's a lot of the kids respect me and, and they look up to me. So I want to make sure that I don't want to let them down. And I'm going to give yeah. them the best opportunity, you know, to do things. It's a good team. Uh, I just, you know, some players, you know, they think they, uh, Coming in, they're, they're the best player because they're tall and fast. That doesn't mean nothing. I got kids that are short, half his size that can catch a ball and run. For sure. You know, I don't want to hear anything from the parents. Oh, well, the quarterback. Da, da, da. It's hard to quarterback, especially when you're in seventh grade. Yeah. It's fucking tough when you're rolling against dudes that are 5'11", uh, 5'10". It's fucking tough to quarterback. I played quarterback. Fucking tough. It doesn't matter what uh, height you are when you're that young because it's all about the athletes being athletic. Um, you'll know when a kid is athletic as a young kid at their age right now. You'll see the ones that are more athletic than most. So, that's what you have to go by. That's what those other coaches are going by. And they're all, they're always playing their uh, most athletic player. <coughs> I mean, are they not? 
Yeah, I don't think they – I think they just had six players. And, they, yeah, they were all good. They were good players. But if he could get my defense playing as a team and knowing what they're doing, mm-hmm. look, it's 90% okay. mental. Well, know, know, know your positions. Know where you need to be. Everyone was chasing on Friday night, and that's I'll take the blame for that. I didn't prepare them well for defense, but I will prepare them next game. And then go from there. Say, hey, look at now that you know what you know what you're doing. Yep. If I see that you're missing an assignment and you you're you're struggling, I gotta take you out. But look, they but that, that's the thing. You learn from that, right? And they should. You saw what was going on, or be like, it's not. And then as a parent, you want your kid to always win, right? So, and if they're like, well, why did you take my son out? Like. Well, did you not want to win? I mean, we're trying to figure it out. I mean, I could always leave your son in. But some of those parents are the ones that, why are we always losing? Oh, you're not teaching You're not teaching them right. Well, no, your son's just not athletic enough to uh, compete to the level. This level. Yeah, well, fuck it, man. Let's get out of here, dude. It's already Sunday. Got to start this week. But once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in. Thank you so much for tuning in. And, yeah, man, this is a Sunday afternoon. I got a a long week coaching this team and going to work. But thank you guys for tuning in. I got a special couple special guests I'm working on coming in soon. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. You have a blessed week. Love everybody. Show some respect. Smile. And listen, man, we're only here once, man. So let's just let's just calm it down a bit, dude, and just live day to day because tomorrow isn't promised. All right? I'll see you guys next week. I love you guys. All right? Peace.